0: Previously, on Quest Friends.
1: So we are going to meet someone, and I want to have a conversation about it afterwards.
0: <clears throat> Princess Seraphinia Delilah Willow Brackleberry. But, uh, you can just call me Sarah. My family has been at the highest level of public service for, uh, the country of Anquan for some years now. You would call us royalty. Oh, Five years ago, Ezra facilitated the coup of Anquan, a war where Queen Anastasia Brackleberry regained her throne, but at the cost of massive destabilization to her region.
2: If you ever need any help, my name's Simon. Uh, it was nice to meet you. Uh, if you ever need me, I'm not, I'm not a mechanic or anything, but um, I, I'd be glad to do my part what I can.
0: Okay, so before we get started, Ellie, do you want to share any clues from your heist board? Oh yeah, all right. The heist board is back, so we we know we're in good good hands.
2: Okay, I wrote, hopefully, Ezra isn't Megan, because I was already super nice to her. Megan. Uh, And then I wrote, Megan consistently breaks rules because she snuck paper into Ellie's class, like, at least twice. Uh, Cecilos knows about us, but how and how much she knows about us remains to be seen. Claims he has a team, but then just pointed to himself. <laughs> I feel like that's your um, Sunny found the string. It might be. We'll see. Sunny found the string connected to the blue fairy. Was connected to the prodigious. And because of all the stuff we know about stragic stratic life, I posed a theory, which was: Could the prodigious itself be stratic life? Or maybe Ezra isn't on the boat at all. They're already the datasphere patron. And then I wrote: How much does Vespari know about the blue fairy's plans? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing.
0: Yeah, No. absolutely nothing. He's just Ludo. I like how you don't need, you don't like even, you're not even looking for confirmation of that fact.
2: No, I'm just, I'm guessing. I have that color coded as a theory because I have a whole key with color coded things. You have color coding for your high sport? I sure do. Look at my little key. It's with crayons. Okay,
0: we ready to go? Yep. Yes. Hey, 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 hey. Ha. We've talked a little bit outside of the session about what your thing is going to be. And because of that, it's actually going to happen at evening. So what have you been up to between your class and dinner? And I want you to link this to your flex skill, which we forgot to give you.
2: Okay. So between the professor talk and dinner, Hop would have... He would have gone to try to read and then remembered where he is and why he can't do that. That keeps happening to him every time.
1: So I hadn't thought about this why is it hop just checking out new books because he's resisting the system he wants his
0: books but like no emily has <laughs> a you, point
2: you have a, a light access to library right I mean, yeah so he has library. like
0: so has the access to every book in the back door oh
2: yeah we have that never mind <laughs> Hop's gonna go ask zoe for the library key <laughs> And then he's going to check out a fucking book. Um, Actually, he's going to check out another one of the um, historical adventure series that Zoe likes because he also likes it.
0: Yeah, so she'll give it to you, but she'll say, um, I I was told that this was the thing that I had to keep safe. I can check it out to you, but I got to hold on to the key.
2: Okay. yeah, that's fine. I just want a new book.
0: Okay. she gives you the new book. She gives you two new books. She's a pushover. Excellent. By the way, as you leave, you notice that like a queue of students has started to line up outside of her door.
1: So we know!
0: And a handful of them are holding
1: books. So no! we know!
2: Hopper smiles and walks away. I'm so proud of my daughter. He <laughs> loves it. I'm so- yeah, he doesn't want somebody to get in trouble, but if she's presumably been doing this since there's a line of people already with books, then she's got it handled. She can do this. Hopper believes in her. This is a cause that he will fight for also, and he's glad to see a new generation doing so on this terrible, terrible boat. So yeah, Hopper just kind of, he reads. He doesn't go back to the Jameson Hopper book. He didn't dare ask for that, oh. but he reads a little historical adventurer novels. So for my last flex skill, I chose grappling hooks and then never used it. Um, But what the historical adventure novel made me think of the most was kids hiding behind barrels. So I'd like hiding to be my skill. Oh, cute.
0: So... Hop, you've already done that. You've made your way back to dinner. Before everyone else, I'd say you've probably gotten there. So you're currently waiting for everyone else. You're sat next to Everett, who is just head down on the table, uh, just moping. And Jesse, who is also head down on the table, but they are snoring heavily. So I would say that they have their head down on the table for very different reasons. (laughs) Jesse, in fact, has their uh, thumb up because it looks like they're dreaming about playing Tails Up. Heads Up 7-Up. Tails Up 9. Up, no, I couldn't think of a new title. Just heads up, seven up, yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> Hopper. I do not know how to play it.
2: Hopper reaches out to put Jesse's thumb down to see how awake Jesse is.
0: Jesse, you can see the uh, their back kind of slumps up as if they got up to start moving around, but they're not actually moving. They're asleep. They're not going to be walking around the scramble.
2: <laughs> Hopper debates taking Jesse back to their room, but doesn't think he could do it by himself. <laughs>
0: All right, so Hop, as you do that, your eyes kind of move around. There are not many people here. Some folks are coming in early to grab food and leave. But you see, suddenly you see in one of the doorways, uh, you hear something weird. You hear Zoe laughing, which you haven't heard before. And I now realize that I have to pay that off by coming up with a horrible laugh for Zoe, but I can't bring myself to do it. So just imagine it's the cutest fucking laugh in existence. Gotcha. And she is chatting it up with that uh, woman that you met last night, the one uh, working on the ship. What was what was her name?
2: Uh, Seraphimia Willow Delilah Brackleberry. Right. That's, yeah. In- Curiously specific, Hopperscotch. <laughs> he remembers the whole name.
0: Yeah, so you see the two are, are kind of chatting it up, and uh, they seem to be almost looking around. And I need you to roll speed defense.
2: All right, I'm breaking out my fancy new metal dice, which I was given by a friend. Gonna just roll this <laughs> super impressive heavy metal die. Nine. Oh. Ari says with disappointment.
0: <laughs> you, he- uh, you hear a... Instead of hearing the explosion that's usually accompanied by it, you feel a very warm blanket-like fur wrap around your head. And you just hear
2: Upper would go like ah and then recoil a little bit and then realize it was Chitters and then like, oh hey, hey Chitters.
0: Chitters responds to its name and just sits down and goes in for another hug, but his arm is still
2: above your eyes. <laughs> And you just hear chatters. Chatters. Hopper's like not trying to push chitters off because he doesn't want chitters to think that he's mean, but he's trying to like get chitters in a position that isn't suffocating him. So he's just gently trying to extricate and then he's also going shh shh, shh," because Jesse's asleep and he doesn't want Jesse to be woken up. (laughs)
0: Chitters, Chitters, come on, come on. And Chitters uh, immediately sits up, scurries down across the table and then hops onto the arm and up onto the shoulder of that woman, Seraphinia Delilah Willow Brackleberry, or I'm just Willow Delilah.
2: Call her. What? Willow Delilah.
0: Did I get it the wrong order? I'm going to call her Sarah. It goes on Sarah's shoulder. And Zoe so then says, oh, there, there he is, and points to you.
2: Hopper does that thing where he looks both ways to, like, make sure they mean him and then points at himself and gives them a puzzled look.
0: Me? Sarah just turns over to Zoe and says, oh, thanks so much, Zoe. I gotta, I'll go talk to him. Can you just get me that, uh, that book about the the two, the, like, Kiss and the Dark Lord and stuff like that? Kiss. And so he perks up and, uh, (laughs) and scuttles off. And Sarah turns over and says, well, uh, yeah, you, uh, do you, you remember me? Yeah, uh, Sarah, right? Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, listen. So, uh, last night you said that, uh, I could reach out to you if I ever needed any help, right? Yeah. Great. Great. Cool. Cool. Cause I, uh, I need help.
2: Oh, with what? Is something wrong with the engine again?
0: Uh, no, no, no. The engine's, um,. I- uh, you can see that she's trying very politely to say, I wouldn't ask you for help with the engine. <laughs> she's like, no, I uh, actually there's um, there's this trivia thing going on tonight. And I just I, I kind of need someone who I don't know. I don't know how to say this politely. um Has an unhealthy amount of knowledge on
2: things that don't matter. Someone who knows trivia is what you're saying. You want someone who knows trivia? Yeah, no, yeah,
0: no, that's Uh. yeah, that's exactly what I mean. So, um, they've got this trivia thing tonight and I'm Okay. I'm not saying I forgot. I'm not saying I forgot, but it may or may not be my mom's anniversary of when she became a professor tomorrow. It's kind of a big deal. It's almost like, you know, a birthday because it also is her birthday. And uh, I'm not saying I forgot to get her something, but um, I didn't remember. And so I really need to get a gift. And the ending machine is giving out anything that you want to the winners of trivia tonight. So if, if you weren't, you know, too busy, uh, I was wondering if you could just help me out with that.
2: Hopper glances back at Everett and Jesse and then to Everett will say, hey, Everett, I mean, I know that you would do this anyway, but just make sure Jesse gets back to their room. All right. okay?"
0: That's as much of a response as you get.
2: Okay, great. Is what Hopper says in response to nothing. (laughs) And then he will say, "Uh, yeah, I'll give I'll give trivia a try. Cool.
0: I'll uh, I'll see you then. And she heads out. After a little bit, everyone comes for dinner. You all meet up next to these two semi-conscious children, Zoe and Megan, go and they they get their own table. Um, Two uh, things of note happen during this dinner. The first thing that happens is you all meet up and you discuss the clues that you've assembled. And one of the big things you run across is that invite that Misha got for Nano Fight Club, which is happening this evening and coincidentally happening right after trivia ends. You all talk a little bit and you decide that this is kind of the best lead to pursue. So you all agree that you're going to meet up at the courtyard when Nano Fight Club begins. The other thing that happens, I'm going to have Emily lead the charge. because it was actually something she mentioned to me.
1: Okay, um, I am going to go over to where Zoe and Megan are.
0: Okay, and as you do, you uh, start to hear the conversation that they're saying and you hear Megan saying, um, a puzzle box. Oh, I already thought about that, but that's what a Neen 75 is doing. Uh, what about a uh, a puzzle sphere? Um, well, I guess a puzzle sphere would be pretty good, but it doesn't feel like quite, what about, what about uh, a puzzle egg? And you could put something in, you could put one of your books in it. And so he just looks at me and goes, and they do this weird secret <laughs> high five handshake that they figured out.
1: Oh. As Zoe
0: fiercely scribbles an idea into her notepad.
1: Kyle, Megan can't be Ezra. <laughs> so he's gonna be devastated. I know, Tom, I know. <sighs> okay, um.
0: So do you walk up to her now? Yeah. All right, you make your way over, and Zoe immediately turns to you and lights up.
1: Oh, hey, mom.
0: Uh, I could actually use some of your help right now. Uh, Megan and I are coming up with gift ideas because, you see, I just found out that my professor's birthday is tomorrow and I want to get her a really special gift.
1: Oh, your professor is, has birth a day of was born.
0: Well, yeah, at least that's what I was told. Birthdays are all about. So I was thinking of getting her like a puzzle egg. So a puzzle she has to figure out. And then inside, I could put a book, uh, a book of, and Megan pipes in, of puzzles. Yeah,
1: a book of puzzles. I bet your professor would love that. I think that something that's going to be really important to your professor and that she's going to be able to see is how much thought you put into it. (sighs) She blushes. Um, I was actually wondering, could I, could I just talk to you for a minute, Zoe? Yeah, what's Um, up? Like, maybe in private. I'm really sorry, Megan.
0: Oh, no, that's all right. I'll make sure I can't hear. And she whips out her tuba out of nowhere and starts playing. (laughs) Except you can't hear it because she has a plug on the top (laughs) that leads to two earphones that go into her ears. So she's just playing the sound of a tuba oh.
1: into her
0: ears. Her fish ears.
1: Um, Zoe, I don't know if you've noticed um, that I was maybe a little bit weird around your professor.
0: Uh, no, I mean, you're as weird as you are around everybody else.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> and he, you know that really nice girl that you met, that your professor introduced you to?
0: Yeah. Her name's, her name's Serafinia. Fuck, let me pull it up. Do, do we need to go back to Hallie? Maybe her you should name's,
1: just ask Hallie.
0: Hallie can tell us. <laughs> her name's Serafinia Delilah Willow Brackleberry. Oh, but there's a princess in front of that, because she's a princess
1: too. Yeah. Zoe, so the thing is, I I know. <gasps> You know that I'm old, Zoe. Like, I, I, I've lived a lot of years and I've done a lot of things and I've met a lot of people and I happened to meet them and at one point, I liked your professor very much.
0: And at that point, it takes Zoe Give me a second to roll. Takes Zoe a very long time to figure it (laughs) out because I rolled a two. She just sits there. Tick. 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 And then assuming you don't say anything.
1: Ellie's just frozen in fear, like waiting awkwardly.
0: Actually, no, I'm going to punish you for my bad rolls. You need, you gotta say it. You gotta say it.
1: Zoe... Your, your father was not the only person that I have been close to.
0: And suddenly, with a spark of realization, Zoe's hair shoots up and out in every direction, and then it takes the shape of a star Like the starry eyes she has as she slaps her hands to her cheek and just goes, I have a sister. All right. So, Hop, uh, you're making your Uh. way. (laughs) You're making your way through the creepy crawly third deck to the engine room. Uh, Did you dress up
1: nice for your date?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Did you dress up?
0: Did you dress up nice? No. Where are you going to take her after trivia?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Probably Nano Fight Club, I guess. (laughs) The most romantic of all locations. Back to the bottom bunk of your room with (laughs) Bespari. No, Hopper absolutely doesn't consider this a date. He considers this a desperate, I need a partner for a thing. Which makes sense. It would kind of be awkward if he considered it a date, honestly. That's yeah.
1: actually true. That's true. It
2: doesn't occur to him that it would be a nice event either, because he's just, is wearing his normal clothes, not his hat. I just want to make it very clear, Hopper doesn't consider this a date.
0: <laughs> Anyways, so as you make your way to the prodigious, you're on the prodigious, as you make your way to the engine room, <sighs> You hear cursing, but it's not Sarah's cursing. Instead, you hear a crackly voice say, And that's only the third of the horrible, heinous books that Hoppy Scott stole! And now that he's back on the prodigious, wearing those dreadfully, disgustingly disguised clothes, don't let his normal, regular shades of brown fool you! That man is a colorful menace! And he should never be trusted, because he knows virtually everything. And that makes him so dangerous.
2: Hopper's just making, like, a what face outside the room. He's never been accused of knowing virtually everything, and is just flabbergasted that this man from ten fucking years ago is still, like, scotch, Like, he doesn't understand. Also, he looks down at, like, his... his, Because he insulted his outfit. Goldstone insulted Hopper's outfit. Hopper's gonna look down because these are his nice clothes. These are his social clothes. They give him a bonus to social interactions. This is his steampunk princess outfit. (laughs) Goldstone can't just insult his steampunk princess outfit which has a specific mechanic for staying clean <laughs> so hop will like kind of trudge around the side of the door and then just lead in the doorway and watch who this tirade is at he assumes sarah
0: so you turn over and you see the corner you see that goldstone isn't there and instead you see on sarah's desk this little sapia tone globe spinning around and then sarah turns and she looks at you and she says oh Hey, great to see ya. I just uh, let me quickly wrap up and she rolls over and she picks up the top of the globe. Kind of like how you pick off the pin of um, of a of a grenade. No, of like a sound, the sound thing that goes around. Oh, Vanille of a record. <laughs> Who calls it a pin? I don't know. And the globe, uh, the globe goes silent. Sorry about that. Was just uh, listening to the latest episode of the Goldstone Globe.
2: Oh, Professor Goldstone has a uh, a show. It's
0: all right. <laughs> anyway, she uh, she comes on over and says, all right, uh, Chitters. And you just hear as Chitters just pops out from behind the sphere that is the engine. And uh, she says, hey, you are uh, you good to cover the engine the rest of the night? And Chitter Ooh. just goes. And sticks out one of his arms and gives a thumbs up.
2: Hopper looks briefly alarmed.
0: Uh, and Sarah's like, cool. All right, we're we're uh, we're good to go.
2: And then just assumes that Sarah knows what she's doing and follows her out. But he does want to ask, so what, what does Goldstone talk about on on his show? I mean, whatever he's
0: mad about, mostly. Recently, it's been about this guy that was apparently some big bandit or something. This uh, Hiappa Scotch. I don't know. I've never met anyone like that. I mean, he does kind of match your description but
2: just a guy. There are a lot of us around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so he talks about that stuff. He, uh, Talks about a lot of the nonsense of what's going on at the school. Honestly, it's like it's it's so frustrating because like the guy gets so close to actually understanding what's going on. But then he goes on some tirade about like how in Ruladia, all this kind of stuff doesn't happen in Ruladia. We don't have all this uh, uh, regulation in Ruladia. We don't have all these rules. And honestly, I just I don't even know what the hell he's talking about.
2: And Hopper will scoff and then say, I don't think Goldstone does either.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my mom says, oh, we should be kind to him, try to help him figure out the best way. I was kind and let him know that he should stay away from the engine room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hopper will laugh out loud at that. <gasps> so that, was, that was probably a good call.
0: <laughs> There's silence for a little bit. She just, all right, I gotta, I gotta ask. So are you this book bandit guy? But just because
2: I resemble him? in almost every way that Goldstone described. Let me rephrase it. What, because some of our descriptions matched up? Well, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was pretty specific. I'm... In that case, Hopper will just shrug. It was a long time ago. Oh uh, yeah. Hopper <laughs> uh, Scotch.
0: <sighs> Haven't heard that name in a long time.
2: <laughs> and
0: she says, oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And it just stays awkward for a little bit because you two don't know each other. And then she just says, you do still remember all the trivia stuff, though,
2: right? (laughs) I mean, I I don't know what they're going to ask, so I I don't know if I will remember it or not, but I'll do my best to get your mom that present. Oh, okay, cool. Cool.
0: Yeah. No, just do your best. Uh, Don't get expelled. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry.
2: (laughs) Hopper will just kind of like hang his head a little bit and go, yeah, I, I, I went here before And I got expelled, largely by Goldstone. I mean, I mean the 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 oligarchy or whatever did it, but Goldstone was. I can't believe he still holds a grudge, to be honest. You know.
0: All right. So you make your way to the trivia room. You go to make your way in, and Sarah goes, and the sides of her wheelchairs hit the sides of the door, and she just says, "Fuck." Tries it again. Piss. Tries again, God damn it. When are they gonna make bigger doors? Hey, 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 you see, uh, see that little lever on the back there? And she points to some on the back of the uh, wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah, can you, uh, can you just pull that on the count of three? Yeah. Alright, uh, and she starts to reach her hands up towards this bar that seems to have been strategically placed right in the doorway, as if she has installed it herself. Yeah! And she says, okay, uh, one, two, three. Pull. He pulls. And she lifts herself up, as if doing a pull-up on this bar. You pull the lever, the chair by itself collapses down into like maybe a fifth of its size and she says hey can you just uh just put that back in and pull the
2: lever again he follows her instructions and and does the thing
0: uh you pull the lever again the thing expands back to its normal size sarah turns around on the uh, bar sets herself back down and says thank you <sighs> Did you install that yourself? The door? Absolutely fucking not. Uh, I don't know who, what kind of person installed yeah, that. Yeah, I'm at the bar because the door is... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that was me. Extremely narrow. Yeah, no, that, that was me.
2: They haven't just made the doors wider?
0: She snorts at that. She's like, they <sighs> made it wider? Yeah, not likely.
2: Okay, I mean, obviously they haven't, but I just, I mean, I'm, I, I guess I'm just... You know, I'm not actually surprised. Key is terrible. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. And then Hopper makes a note to bring this up if he can.
0: I'm going to bring this up with management. Yeah. Fucking years later, Hopper Scotch still thinks, yeah, I'll just tell the school their policies are terrible. And then
2: they'll see. He would feel better trying and failing than not at all. All right.
0: <laughs> So you're uh, in the library. The desks have been placed to the side with two chairs set by each in order to accommodate for each trivia pair. Meanwhile, the library's numerous bricks have each been piled onto bleachers for non-participating audience members to rest on. All you see right now is a handful of nines and Inspector Cecilos, who fiercely surveys his surroundings before narrowing his gaze on you, widening his mouth into a crooked smile and just giving a really pleasant wave.
2: Hopper waves back. He's a little more reserved, but it's a polite enough wave.
0: He gets really excited, and just to make sure, he uh, undoes his mustache and just mouths, oh it's me, <laughs> and then waves before putting it back on again. Hopper, just, just a thumbs up. And then in the center of the room, propped up on a few chairs, you see an impromptu pedestal made of bricks. And sitting in it... Hello, Simon and Simon and Princess Seraphimia Delilah Willow Brackleberry. Are you joining us for trivia tonight? Hopper's
2: letting Sarah take the lead.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Simon, I forgot to mention to you, this is actually something for the trivia class that the uh, professor let me uh, join in on. That is correct. As the professor of miscellaneous and circumstantially relevant knowledge, it is my responsibility to make sure my students are always equipped to answer any irrelevant question that they're asked. So I set up this trivia game. Please take a seat at one of the tables, come up with your team name, and then we can get started shortly.
2: Oh shit. Well, Hopper will just again default to Sarah. What, what do you what do you want our team name to be?
0: Alright, so, now this, this is something I've been thinking about a lot. We've got brain explosion, knowledge explosion, trivia boom.
2: So, so you want something ex- explosive?
0: She starts scribbling. She just starts think, thinking out loud a little bit more. Uh, well maybe we could put the boom in behind brain. We can do brain boom. That sounds smart. It's got that a little, a little, a little, a little rush.
2: Alliteration. Yeah, it's got
0: that uh, a little on.
2: <laughs> That's not Hopper laughing. That's me. Because I love it.
0: Hopper doesn't correct her.
2: Uh, I can't. He, boom brain's fine.
0: Oh, put the boom before the brain. Start with the explosion. Go with the knowledge. I like that. All right. All right. Sarah goes and she hammers down. She says, we're going to be broom, boom, broom brain. Oh, uh, boom, boom broom brain. Broom brain? You know what? No, I like that. Broom brain. We're going to sweep broom up. Brain. We're in a clean house. All
2: right. All right. Um, broom brain.
0: All right. So we got team Broom brain. <laughs> So we have our three teams. We have Broombrain, with Princess Seraphinia Delilah, Willow Brackleberry, and Simon and Simon. Our second competing team is Anine, which is comprised of Aneen and Anine. And then finally, <laughs> we have the Old Wayfarers. Which are comprised of Captain Jebediah Ishmael and Professor Gary. Now, I told you I didn't want to be called old. I'm a wayfarer, but I'm young and I'm novel. Hopper's face completely drops when he sees
2: that Goldstone is one of the competitors.
0: In order to compete, this, the first person to slam the buzzer on their desk and say the correct answer wins. Aren't right, you ready to do some trivia? Let's do it. and welcome to the announcement break for Quest Friends Episode 45, Crime and Courtship Part 10. I am Kyle, your GM, and our intro and outro music are Friends and Hitoshio, both by Miracle of Sound. It's our two-year anniversary, more or less. Last Friday, we had a QA and a session where we celebrated our second year anniversary by doing a QA and a and then playing a little bit of a game called Gang Beasts. Thank you so much to everyone who made it out to the stream, and if you were unable to make it out to the stream or would like to revisit it, I am working at getting a YouTube version of the stream uploaded in the next week or so. You can also currently find it under our videos at twitch.tv questfriends. Thanks so much for everyone who submitted questions and came out to watch, and then again, you know, thank you for just anyone who's listened to us at any time over the course of these past two years. And if you're listening to me right now that, includes you. Not a whole lot to announce today besides that. Uh, Today was originally going to be the day we released the table read for our unreleased comic, but Because this episode was late, I thought priority came to getting this episode out. Similarly, because the rest of my September and October are pretty swamped, that table read might not come out right away. I'm going to prioritize getting main episodes out instead. Although, there is a seasonally appropriate episode that will be coming out in Halloween, and we'll learn more about that as it gets closer. That's all I have for you today. Thank you again so much for listening. Our next episode is going to come out on Monday, October 7th, and I will see you then. Question 1. What is High Father Callaval best known for? Bam. Princess Seraphinia, do you have an answer? Uh well, uh and Sarah turns over to you, her hand no. on the buzzer, <laughs> and she says, "Okay, so I just really got excited cuz I recognize the name Callaval, but honestly, I didn't I haven't been able to see the musical yet, so I I don't know what the answer to this is."
2: Okay, okay, okay. Hopper has a skill in history. Can I roll to see if he knows?
0: Yeah, give me a roll. Thirteen. Yeah, you know.
2: Yes! Uh, What's the answer so I can say it? Awful singing. I'm the guy who found the Zev. He found the Zev. I'm the guy who <laughs> found the Zev. <laughs> Correct. And someday I'll be the Amber Pope. <laughs> But
0: in
1: a while, yes, in a while. Why do you know the lyrics? (laughs) Gosh darn it, that song's gonna be stuck in my head again. Good. Correct. High Father Calival,
0: who later became the Amber Pope, led the expedition that discovered and tamed the Zev. One point to Broombrain. And Sarah just, yes, to herself. Rapper's pleased. Our next question is actually related to the Zev. It is... And he starts dev, trailing off. But Sarah stopped amazing? paying attention, and she turns over to you, and she no. just says, All right, thank you so much for really helping me out with that. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Like, who who knows what a High Father Calival is, you know? Uh, I mean, I did. I, I okay, um, okay, well, I yeah, I, but like... I'm a nerd, I get it. No, I, I, no, I, didn't, mean, I, I didn't mean anything by it. It's just, you, you know? You know? I know. Okay, cool. I'm glad you know, because we got to get the next one right, too. And she slams down the buzzer.
2: <laughs> I didn't even hear the question! Copper, like, whispers fervently to her, so it's like, I didn't even hear the question! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. It was something about the Zev, right? Uh,
0: um, sevens. Unfortunately, that answer is close, but incorrect. The protective armor surrounding the Zev is, in fact, not seven fringes, but only six fringes. God damn it. One point has been deducted from Team Broombrain.
2: Wait, wait, we lose points if we get answers wrong?
0: Hopper's asking that. Hopper's asking. Yeah, what kind of nonsense is this? Why are we going to lose answers? How is that going to encourage learning?
2: Yeah, what she said. How is that going to encourage learning? How is that going to encourage
0: learning? (laughs) Uh, On Cube, just sit there. Calculating. Your argument seems valid. No points have been deducted from Team Broombrain.
2: Wait, really? This is like the first successful thing Hopper has done at Key University.
0: Sarah says at the same time. You both go, wait, really? And then she turns over for a high five. Hopper high fives are back. All right. Fun fact about the Zev. Their armor is installed with state of the art technology that can focus their thoughts and provide for direct instructions. This is what enables the Zev to have basic, if not human communication. And you won't notice this, but we as the like audience just turn over and we see the Anin's and Jebediah and the camera just like fades and focuses on their ear tags for a second. All right. Next question. Who led the campaign to exile the Tyrant King Vincent and reclaim the throne of Anquan? And Sarah slams us down, <laughs> slams it down, says immediately. I know this one. I know this one. The answer is Ray. <clears throat> I mean, sorry. Um. Princess Professor Ramya Naomi Gabriella Brackleberry. Oh, is <laughs> that Unfortunately, that answer is incorrect. Oh wait wait, no, what are you talking about? It's incorrect. The correct answer is Queen Anastasia Margro Maria Brackleberry. Wait, no, what are you talking about? No, I mean I yeah, she got the throne, but like, no, no, my mom was the one who put in all the effort. She put in all the work. She did everything. Like, what are you talking about? Unfortunately. While you are correct in that Princess Professor Ramya Naomi Gabriella Brackleberry was useful in this coup, yeah, useful, more like was it. <laughs> Unfortunately, she was only an asset and did not reclaim the throne herself. If we were to include folks like her, we would have to include the Jagged Dream. Hopper perks up at that. E- excuse me? <clears throat> and she pushes herself back from the desk for a second and just sit, sets her hand down and leans in. EXCUSE ME? Recent information has implied that one of the biggest contributors to the coup of Anquan was in fact none of the Brackleberries, but the leader Ezra, the strife leader of the Jagged Dream, who facilitated the coup in order to cause more strife and chaos in the southern part of the Steadfast. And Sarah just goes, WHAT?! And she throws over the table and starts moving over the QO. You take that fucking back right now. There's no goddamn way that my little cousin's campaign to recover her kingdom, which is doing great, by the way, was part of some evil,
2: jagged dream-whatever plot, all right? You're going to take that back right now. Uh, uh... Hopper's, like, like, he's doing that thing where he's not sure at what point he should intervene. He only knows that he has to intervene. So <laughs> he kind of, like, tries to, like, grab Sarah's shoulder, put a hand at the stop, be like, Sarah, maybe this isn't the time or place. Give me a roll. Mm-hmm. I grabbed her 19. All
0: right, you get a minor effect. So you'll convince her, but you get another bonus. What do you want that additional bonus to be?
2: She forgives Ellie! I want us to get a point, because Sarah convinced Kubo that this is the right version of history, not in Kubo's in, in databases.
0: She's going to just shrug it off and say, Yeah, whatever. We gotta... <sighs> Fine. And as she starts moving back, she shouts behind herself, But I'll have you know that my mom was supposed to have the throne, but she didn't want it! To Which Kubo says... That is correct. The throne was supposed to go to Princess Ramya Naomi Gabrielle Brackleberry, and she did not give it up until after the coup. Therefore,
2: Team Broombrain gets another point.
0: And Sarah just grumbles, don't you suck up to me now.
2: We got a point, Sarah. <laughs> i persist in an effort to like, calm her down.
0: She just slams her arm down the table, points at you, and says, she just makes a point by pointing at you and then turns over to continue trivia. And so now we're going to flash forward from trivia a little bit. Oh, God. And uh, we're going to roll to see how well, it, how well we do. We're both going to roll because I'm Sarah and I'm trying to help you and you're trying to win as well. Mm-hmm. But here's the trick. Sarah doesn't know trivia. So any contribution she makes will lose you a point huh. because you scored so well. I'm not going to use a D20. I'm going to use a D12, but we're going to take your roll. We're going to subtract my roll and then we're going to see how well you're doing.
1: Oh, God. Okay. Come on, Hallie. Roll roll big. Roll large numbers.
2: Oh, is that what I should roll, Tom? Large all, numbers? All the <laughs> highest numbers. Five. <laughs> Negative number, maybe. So with mine,
0: that comes out to a four. <laughs> okay.
2: Like you rolled a one or you rolled a four?
0: So there were three degrees of success we could have here. We're at the bottom degree of success.
2: I will take any degree of success, Kyle. Any of them. So,
0: um, as you're doing, you you are off to a strong start, but you're really starting to go down. And you notice before the final round, before that, there's a brief break. And during this time, you notice something peculiar. You notice that at one point, Cicelos gets up and he walks to the table that's been having the most success. The old Wayfarers. And he goes and he starts conversing with them. And Jebediah Ishmael seems really perked up. Like, he seems really agreeable. He's laughing to what Cecilos is saying. He's like, "Mm." (laughs) that's a walrus laugh. And before he goes back to his seat, Cecilos takes out the equivalent of a piece of paper in the brick world. He takes out a pebble, a small little marble-sized shape, which Jebediah grabs in his flipper. Walrus are flippers, right? Yeah. Flippers, fins, yeah. And he goes and he sits down. And Kubo asks the final question. Right triangles are triangles that have one angle that is exactly 90 degrees. If that is true, what happened to all of the left triangles?
2: Hopper is so mad that this was a trick question! Like, he, his hand was going for the buzzer. He was going to wait till the question was finished to buzz, but he was ready to go. And then what happened to all the left triangles? And he just stops. And then, hold on. Give me a second. It was what happened to all the left triangles. Yeah. What happened to all the left triangles? (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. I'm going to steal Ari's answer.
0: GM intrusion time. Who are you going to give the other point to?
2: Ari, because I'm stealing your answer. All
0: right, here's my GM intrusion. Since it took Ellie a lot longer to think about it than it looks in the edit. And since the answer that Ari gave was something terrible, like something Jebediah or... But
2: that's the kind of answer I was going for. I was just trying to make a pawn off of Obtuse. Was it not the answer?
0: That's what I'm saying. That's the kind of terrible, horrible answer that someone who's not an academic like Hopper would state. So Jebediah's flipper goes on the buzzer and you just hear him say very authoritatively, Well, the answer is obvious. They all left. That is correct. All of the left triangles left in the great angle exodus of the seventh world. Thank you so
2: much for playing trivia. Hopper mutters to himself, there are no left triangles. <laughs> what do you mean the, he's muttering to himself, what do you mean the great angle exit? Angles can't go anywhere, they're static, they're just static mathematical measurements. This continues, this sort of mumbling to himself.
0: And this mumbling actually continues as Hop moves away from trivia, as he walks down the halls, and as he makes his way to... NANO FIGHT CLUB! All right, we all good to go? Yeah. In that case, who wants to recap last session? Shock tried to ask about love, but instead was like, stay away from that Misha Jarvis, they're dangerous. Well, fuck you
2: too, dad.
0: (laughs) Dispair. Oh, that was a bad joke. (laughs) sphere. Thank God this will all be just like, (laughs) Thrown to oblivion in my edit. It will never be heard again. (laughs) Joke deserves to be heard
2: again. (laughs) (laughs) I've lost my train of thought now. Uh... So I'd like hiding to be my skill. Oh, cute. Hi- hiding. Hiding. Look, if I have to sneak somewhere,
0: it's going to come in. I can't tell if that's, like, fun and cute or just very sad.
2: Well, I. Why would it be sad? It's very practical. Why would it be sad?
0: Because, oh, okay, there are two kinds of hiding there's sneaking, and there's hiding in my corner so no get buddy can find me while I read letters, which is what Hop, the kind of hiding that Hop's been doing this entire
2: arc. Yeah, but now he's good at it. <laughs> hiding it's going on my on my sheet i am now good at it i'm trained (laughs) that's the end of that discussion